have to stand up strong, take the truth about themselves to understand what went wrong. I know we can find a way. I know we can find a way. I know we can find a way. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Uniting the races with truth instead of dividing them with lies. We also are rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. Welcome to the third hour of the show today. One line open at 888-775-3773. 888-77-JESSE. J-E-S-S-E. Jesse, my biblical question, what's trapping you? What's what's trapping you? Isn't that an amazing question? We have every way that you can watch and support the show listed on jessaleepeterson.com slash show. jessaleepeterson.com slash show. And you can um, listen to the show on your iPhone or iPad if you're too busy to sit and watch it now. Of course, you can podcast all shows later, but you can be listening and doing whatever you're doing by calling the listen line at 641-793-1500. 641-793-1500. Follow us on social media, like, Follow, ring the bell, Instagram, and all those places. Also, to donate and have your comments read out loud, go to buymeacoffee.com slash JLP Talk. Buymeacoffee.com slash JLP Talk and Rebuilding the Man or RebuildingTheMan.com. RebuildingTheMan.com. It is Wednesday. It's the last hour of the show today. And every Wednesday is... Manhood hour. What is a man? What is a man? man. It's an adult man. human male. Manhood. Hillary or President Trump? I voted for Hillary Clinton. Uh, beta. Beta male. A man is a male who turns to man. Live right, be right, and lead the way. Hello. I'm Admiral Rachel Levine. Climate change is having a disproportionate effect on the physical and mental health of black communities. <laughs> this is the neighborhood, and you are not welcome. That's why I need to be here. <laughs> it is difficult because you understand the country has never loved us, right? I mean, it was legal to kill black people up until probably the 1970s. In what world? <laughs> Research shows that three quarters of young people are reporting worry about climate change. <laughs> on fire and we're all going to die soon. Climate change anxiety I think is an appropriate and normal response. Every time you listen to the woman, you will suffer. You will suffer. No way around it. I have some examples coming up, but first I want to go back to Brian. Our first time call out of Michigan. Michigan. And Brian is a center that needs to be saved. 
Brian. Hey, Brian. Yeah. Okay. Brian, why do you say smoking a cigarette is a sin? Well, I think we went through that. Your body is your temple, and you shouldn't desecrate it. Did God call smoking cigarette a sin? No, I don't believe that's anywhere in the Bible. But so then, why do you body, say, why do you say because, it if He didn't say it? Well, ain't I desecrating my body by putting something in it that shouldn't be there? Why do you say it's a sin and God never said that? The Bible never says that anywhere. I guess just that's what, that's what I believe in my mind. And is your mind, is your mind your own? Well, I'd like to think so. Do you create your own thoughts? But once again, God is the ultimate person running our lives. Do you create your own, do you create your own thoughts? If they're evil ones, yeah. And you say you create the evil ones? I said if, if they're evil ones, yeah, I probably created them. But then again, that's just the evil in me. Do you create, so you believe you create evil thoughts that are in you? The evil in me creates those thoughts. Then why do you say you do it? Well, I guess I shouldn't say that. But why did you say it? Well, I just a wrong usage of words. Oh, okay. I want you to know smoking a cigarette is not a sin. It's the sin that's causing you to smoke the cigarette to prevent you from seeing what the real sin is. If you knew what was going on with you, you would overcome it, and you wouldn't smoke cigarette to try to run from it. You would run toward it and overcome it. All right. So the sin is not the cigarette. It's the sin. The cigarette is just like having sex, smoking. I mean, doing fentanyl, smoking, uh, drinking alcohol. Uh, yeah, it's something that ple- it's something that pleases you. It pleases your ego. It never pleases you. It pleases the devil nature that made a home in you. Yeah, I'd agree with that. You want to find God? Absolutely. Forgive your mother and turn back to your father. You're talking the heavenly father. No, I'm talking about the physical father. You got to forgive your mother for turning you away from your father. When she turned you away from your father, she turned you away from your spiritual father as well. Your mother is evil. I knew you were going to tell me that. Thought about this on the way home yesterday. And what did you come up with when thinking about it? What did you realize? Well, I thought that I should probably take your advice. See, my, my mother's 75. I moved her in with me because oh. she's not in good health. She oh, can't my. live by herself. Oh, my God. I don't want her, I don't want her in, a, in a home where she's not loved. And I felt that that was my duty to do that. She doesn't have the money to take care of herself. But you have, so her in her, a, you have her in a home where she's not loved. Yeah. 
Yeah, you, you moved her into a home that where she is not loved. So if I forgive her, then she'll be loved? Yes, but you hate her, and that's why you feel obligated to her, and at 70, she's going to destroy you, your wife, and your kids. You moved the devil into your home. Is it your fault yes, that she didn't take care of herself growing up where when she did retire, she can afford to move it, have her own home or move into old folks home or something? Is that your fault that she didn't take care of herself? No. Then why do you feel obligated? Because she's my mother. She's not. You're a grown man. That's right. And so why do you feel obligated then? Because she's family. She's my mother. But she's not your mother. She You're could, a grown man. Mama she, days are over. Right. And I'm not trying to be your father or uh You being her husband. No, I'm not trying to be that either. Then why'd you move in? Just to, to help her out in the last part of her days on this earth. Why not put her in an old folks home? Because I didn't feel that she would... <laughs> I didn't feel she'd get what she needed. But she gets, uh, what is that? Proper care and love. But she's not, well, she's, she's not getting proper care. She's not getting proper care or love in your home. You guys hate her and she hates y'all. You're catching, no, no, you're catching nothing but quite, there, There's quite a few, I don't want to say arguments, but a lot of, Friction since she's came to the house. Of course, you move you move Satan into your home, and you're already married to Satan. So now you got two devils in your home, and you don't know what to do about it. Well, that's true. I don't know what to do about it. You got to move one devil out, your mama. I guess I'll have to really think about that. Your wife and your kids are your family, not your mama. That's why God said a man should take his wife far away from both their families as, and, and create his own family. But you brought the devil with you. Well, she wasn't always with me. She's only been with me a few months. But, to, yeah, to, it's, been, it's been very uh, trying to say the least. Look how much hell she's caused in a few months. Just imagine what's going to happen if you leave her there. That's why your, yeah. your father can get ha- any better. I'm sorry? It's not going to get any better. So why don't you kick her out? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to just say, Mom, you got to get out. I'd have, I'd have to talk to her. Yeah, you say, you know what, Mumbler? You're leaving. You're leaving. And I don't know where you're going, but you're out of here. Man, that's kind of cold, ain't it? No, that's love. Kicking her out is love. Which is better, kicking her out or she destroying your family? Yeah, it's putting... but, But the whole... The whole family thing is making problems. What do you mean? I mean, well, I have a 
one of my kids is very uh, lost. I, I call, I say she's needy. How old is she? 28. And she's needy of what? Always needs something. Is she living uh, at home? No. And what do you mean she's needy then? With her mother, with money. Um, her boyfriend works. He doesn't make a lot of money. It's hard for them to make ends meet. And do you we give it to, to supplement. Her? We try to supplement what she needs. But yeah, I mean, my wife's my wife's told her she's got to come over and help her out around the house to to show that she appreciates what we're doing for her. But that doesn't never happen because she always says, "Well, I got two kids, and that ain't gonna work." And, and yet, you you are continue to give it to her. We'll continue to give it to her, and I've been telling the wife that that's the wrong thing to do. We're just enabling her. Are you surprised never... that your wife, that your daughter is lost and needy? No, I'm not. And why aren't you surprised? Well, because it was that way when she was a uh, teenager. And why was she... it that way? Well, I, I don't know. Because you and her mother are lost. All right. You have, you and her mother have created a daughter in your image. My wife and I were never needy. We didn't ask family people to you, help us out. You're right, but you, your wife and you are lost. Satan is your God. You can't handle your wife. Your wife hates you. Your mama's up in the house. She hates you and your wife, and y'all hate her. What do you think your daughter, expect your daughter turned out to be when she got lost parents? I guess that goes to uh, a good tree can't bear a, a good tree can't bear bad food, fruit and a bad tree can't be bear good fruit. And there you go, cold Christmas again. <laughs> yeah, that's hey, my mindset. Right, and you need a new mind. You need a brand new, renewed mind because you're just intellectually quoting scriptures, not realizing you're worshiping the devil. And you call them in scriptures, you call them God. Hmm. That's pretty heavy. How many children do you have? Three. Boys or girls? Two boys and one girl. Your first child was a boy or a girl? A boy. Alpha male. Um, real man made boys first. How's your son? Um, he's a good man. Um, he tries to take care of his own business. He's had problems. We did just have a little problem because he felt that he felt that I should have co-signed on a loan for him to buy my mother's house. And I didn't feel it was a good idea because he's just recently made a career change at 30, 31 years old. And I didn't feel comfortable with it. And now that what's transpired, I'm glad that I didn't because 
he's not working right now, and I would be responsible for those payments. And so why do you he, call? You're right about that. You should not co-sign for anyone. I totally agree. So he was, he, he was very, he was very angry with me, and he didn't talk with us for probably about three months. He shunned us. Right. He told us that he was that he was done with us. <laughs> he even tried to he even tried to get his younger brother, who's only twenty six. No, 25. He wanted him to co-sign on the loan. And he cursed him out because he didn't want to do it. I stayed out of it. I heard what he was saying. But I just kept my mouth shut. And I just let it go. Are you white? Yep. How come, And your wife is white? Yep. Why are y'all having black problems? It's a bunch of drama. I know it sounds like drama. a black problem. Some black folks, but drama, listen, drama, drama. What is it like knowing that your wife will not and does not obey you? I don't want to say that she doesn't obey me. Does she obey you? You know, we've had this discussion, and I have told her how you say, and, it, and yeah, that is true. God is over Christ. Christ is over man. Man is over woman. And she tells me, you're not over me. I make my own decisions. <laughs> so what it, feel, together, what it feel like knowing she, that your wife does not obey you? I don't like it. Why did you marry a woman that would not obey you? Well, at that time, I didn't uh, guess I was just entangled in the world we live in, and I wasn't looking at things from a God perspective. I understand. I believe, I believe in God. I believed in God then. But in those younger years of my life, when do most people seek God when they have a problem? What made, they don't seek him. What made you on a think daily you basis. believe in God then and now? I'm sorry, what was that? Why do you say you believed in God then and now? You don't believe in God. I absolutely believe in God. No, you don't. Why do you say that? You believe about him. You don't believe in him. You don't know him. I, I put my faith in him. No, you don't. Your faith yeah, is I in do. everything but God. Why do you call your son good when everything you said about him was evil? Well, I guess I can't say that he's good because no one's good. But you said that he's a good man. Yeah, I I did say that. Why? Well, I don't know. I guess, once again, a bad usage of words. It should just say he tries his best to take care of his family and his business. Is he married? Yes, he is. He has children, too? Yes, he does. What a mess. He has five children. Whoa! Are you sure you're not black? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <Does> what the? <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, 
Are the babies white? Yeah, they're all white. Well, at least you're doing one thing right. White <laughs> babies. But let me ask, uh, where's your father, your earthly father? My father passed away quite a few years ago. Oh, okay. And growing and he, up, go ahead. Growing up, no, he and was, he and he what? Growing up, he was a bastard. A bastard? What do you mean? He was very, 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 very strict. I was an only child, and I got whipped almost on a daily basis for anything and everything. And why? And I guess, and I get, uh, I think he just had anger problems. And maybe if you're telling me to forgive my mother, that would be the only thing that I could say that I'm angry at my mother about, that she didn't put an end to it. You know why he beat you? I have no idea, because he was angry. No, because you were off. a mama's boy, and you treated him the way your mother treated him. Yeah, I was. Well, yeah, I guess I kind of was a mama's boy, because yeah. I felt that he didn't care about me, and all he wanted to do was beat on me. So, but, yeah, but I was always he, closer. To, I was always closer to my mother growing up. And that's why he beat you, because the same spirit of your mother is in you, and whenever he tried to deal with you, it was just like <laughs> dealing with your mama. <laughs> they ended up divorcing when I was 17. Yeah, he couldn't handle the devil. So, do you want to be free? Absolutely. You got to forgive your mother for turning you away from your father, imposing her evil will upon you, and recreating you in her image. You got to. Re- My dad took. My dad told me that before he passed away, years oh. before he passed away. He told you what? When we, he told me that your mom tried to turn you away, turn you against me. See that? That's, that was his, those were his words. And now, not but, you, and but you, you, now that I'm, I'm 56. Now that I'm older, and I look back on those times, I'm not mad at my my dad for what he did. I don't, I don't think he. But do when you I was see younger, how she turned you away from him? He fought to keep you. She turned you away because she hated him. Yeah, she was always angry with him because he was a he was a cheater. That's not why she was angry with him. She was angry with him because she hated men. Her mother turned her away from her father. Yeah, and I don't she, know about she my lied because she said because father. he was cheaters. She was angry at him because she married her father, the man she hated. Just like your, her mother married the man she hated and turned her away. It's just, and your wife is turning or has to turn your children away from you, too. They don't respect you. No, I don't think they do. They don't, because you married to your mother, and they have done the same thing. Your wife has done the same thing to your children that her mother did to her. And then your your son's husband, a wife, your son's husband, your son's wife is going to turn his children away from him as well because you are weak. I'm weak? You're weak. Because I won't stand up for what's right? You won't forgive your mother for what she's done 
and, and return to your earthly father by forgiving him. He couldn't help himself. You were married to the devil too. And by forgiving him, her and him, you will return to God. And then God will renew you by taking away your mother's identity from your mind and body and give you his identity, which is clear mind and perfect love. You're unwilling to forgive your mother. That's why you're still in hell. And read the I'm Bible. Not I'm not on. And read the Bible claiming to know God ain't going to do it. Because you're living in your imagination. It's where Satan dwell, and you're calling your imagination heaven, and it's hell. You got to forgive your mother, Brian. All right. I'll give it a shot. And get her out of your house. Put her in an awful home and let her go. Let her go stay with her sister, Mary. And she don't have any sisters, but she does have brothers. Let, but... her, let her go live with them. They don't want her either. No, they don't. Right, because she's evil. And you're just like your mama. Well, hey, that just sucks. <laughs> you telling me. <laughs> <laughs> And that's that's why your wife can't will not is not gonna obey you because she's just like your mother and you're just like your mother. So two devils married together. Nothing but hell. When you over when you forgive your mother, God is gonna take anger away from you. Forgive your father, he did the best he could. He loved you, he just didn't know how to deal with your mother and your mother in you. Because you guys was his mother. He didn't know how to handle it, but he loved you. He wanted his son, and your mother did everything she could to keep his son away from him. Yeah, I think he truly did uh, want a better relationship with me. He did. Fathers love their children. We got, we got along really good when I, when I was older, Yeah, in my early 20s. Yeah. Brian, I spent a lot of I spent a lot of time with him. I worked with him for like nine months. We actually had to stay in motel rooms together. Right and, on. And I enjoyed I enjoyed being with him. Ain't nothing like a return to the father. There will come a day when I return the children to the fathers and the fathers to the children, and that day is at hand. It needed now. You got to return to the father, Brian. All right. Thanks, brother. Listen, and apologize to your daughter and your sons that you did not protect them from their mothers, from their mother, and, and, and tell them if they don't want to repeat the same cycle, they got to forgive you and their mother because they're just repeating the same cycle. It's spiritual. All right. Are you doing the silent prayer? I pray every morning and every night and through the day. Are you doing the silent prayer? You're talking the... My silent prayer. Our, heaven, our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. No, be still and know. Do you know oh, about be my... Still. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I pray in silence. Do you know, my, you know about my silent prayer? You know, I looked it up last night, and I seen a video of you where you were sitting in a chair, and you told people you can either... Put your hands up. You can put your hands down or put them on your lap. It doesn't matter. Just relax. Close your eyes. Right. Clear your mind. 
right. say your prayer. I want you to start doing so, that. Should so it? I, I stopped. I stopped it there because I already do that. If you if, I, if I you clear, were, if you were doing that, you don't want to clear your mind. You want to observe those thoughts which are not you, and that's the light of God bringing you out of your imagination. You don't want to do anything but watch. You don't want to clear your mind. You can't clear your mind because Satan well, is in I, charge I of your mind. I'm, I'm, when I say clear my mind, just making it to where. I can take in the thoughts. You, what do you mean by take in? L- listen to what I'm hearing in my mind, the, 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 the direction to go, but what you, to do. No, you listen to the devil. You don't want to listen to the mind. You want to observe the mind. Saint dwells in your imagination. God's voice is a voiceless voice. You're listening to the devil. Here's what I suggest. Do what you want. I want do your little hoover and hollering, all that mess you're doing, and then. No, I don't do any of that. Do the soup, do the silent prayer, and observe those thoughts, so God can take the evil spirits out of your mind and out of your body. Okay. And Brian, forgive your mother. Apologize for resenting her. She screwed you up, and then get her out of your house. Find a way to get it. The, the, the government will take care of it. Put it in one of those government homes. I can't stand the government. It ain't for you, it's for her. Hold on, Brian. Sucks. Hold on, Brian. Hold on. Back in a moment. Rage to responsibility. I show you how I was able to overcome anger. The spirit of anger was taken away from me. I had it. And as a result of having anger, I was insecure. I had doubt, worry, fear. I was in a fallen state and didn't know it. And it wasn't until I went and forgave my mother who tried to turn me away from my father. I forgave my father for not being there and returned back to him. My spirit connected with his spirit. And through him, I was able to return to God. And I have perfect peace. Perfect love casts out anger. And when anger is gone, fear and doubt, worry, insecurity, suicidal thoughts, all of that is gone. And you are free. Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble. Or if you want an autographed copy, you can go to my website at rebuildingtheman.com or call 800-411-BOND. Okay, the treasure chest is now open on D-Live. <laughs> the Hake Report is coming up at 9 a.m. right after this show, my show at the top of this hour, from 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific time. And he has a guest today. He has Jocko. You know what I mean? That Jocko on the Hake Report today from 9 to 11. All right. And then at 
11 a.m. Pacific Time, Joel Friday TV. He black. And at 12 noon, the American Anchor Baby, energy everywhere. Give it to him by God. All right? Um, let me go quickly back to Brian. I'm going to hang up on Brian, y'all. I've been with him a long time. I'm, I'm typing a note to hate. Um, so, Brian. Yeah. Here's your, here are your instructions if you decide to do them. I would recommend you apologize to your mother for resenting her, turning you away from your father, recreating you in her image. Your mindset and emotions are the same as your mother, and hers are of the devil because Satan is a woman's God. And now you're living in hell. And so forgive her. She could not help herself. She hates her mother. And then forgive your father for not being able to protect you from your mother. He didn't, under, he didn't know how to deal with her. And God will forgive you. Don't ask for forgiveness. You apologize for resenting them. And God will forgive you. Don't have any expectation from anyone, including your mother. And then you find a government home or something to put her in. Because if not, she will destroy you and your family. And then apologize to your wife for being weak. You just couldn't see. And to your children for not protecting them from their mother. And do the silent prayer and God will change your life. He will take away your, he will take away your anger. He will clear your mind. He will clear that old, take away your old nature, which is evil. You can't do it yourself. He will call you nope. to let go, and he will change you. All right, brother. All right. Let if me I, uh, let me know how it follow goes. through. If I follow through with all this, I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah, let me know how it goes, bro. I wish you well. Thanks for all your time. What a mess! Thank you, Brian. Amazing. Uh, let me go to Adrian. Been waiting a long time out of New York. Adrian, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hi, Jesse. How are you today? All this well. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you so, for calling. Um, I, had, I had originally called. I'm sorry. I had originally called because you were talking about Donald Trump this morning and about the language thing. And let me tell you, since I've moved to South Florida, so you go into Walmart and, and nobody speaks English. And I'm like, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of. And the reason I feel like it's ridiculous is because, number one, if you, like, I'm from Manhattan, uh, New York originally, if you go there, you know, you have certain sections in Manhattan or New York where it's just Chinatown or this town or that town, and they may have a market here and there. And all the signs are in their language, not an American, not their language plus American. And you go into the stores, they're rude. There's no one there to translate for you, and there's no mandatory. That well, you know, speaks. America is an English-speaking country. It just should be English-speaking anyway. And because right. they're doing this everywhere on the phone, you got to, if you want English, uh, press one. If you want Spanish, press two. If you want Chinese, press three. They have given up our, they have given our country away, and they're causing the American people to suffer for it. Right, but 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 I was just talking about this because I'm back in the job market, 
And every job that I saw, it has to be like bilingual. And I was telling my husband, first of all, they have Google. Secondly, why should I have to worry about being bilingual? I'm American. The only person who needs to worry about being bilingual is someone applying for this job. You should, out of respect for the fact that you are in this country, learn our language. Because I can't go to any other country and they're going to give me a job at the front desk right. and I can't speak the language. Yeah, it's a mess. What? What? So I'm hoping if Donald Trump, anyway, whatever. I, and I can see clearly what you're talking about. It's just, it's just so gone the country. And and me being back in the job market outside of a field that I was in for so long. Now they have on the applications, criminals are welcome. And I'm like, why would you do that? Like, it's an individual basis thing. If someone's out there and they're trying to change their life and they're trying to do the right thing, doors will be open. But to invite it means you're inviting a whole bunch of mess. They said criminals are welcome on the job. Yeah. That's on the application? Discriminate. Yes. (laughs) What the? I know. What a mess. I know, I know. And then one more thing. Um, I love you so much. Um, one more thing. Um, so uh, the job that I was seeking a job, and you had a guy on, I think, Brian or something, and he was saying what traps him about when he's getting ready to go out there and do a job or get a job or apply for a job, then his mind starts telling him that he is not worthy. Well, I saw that happening to me because I was in one type of field for a long time. But within that field, there's a lot that I've learned and I know how to do, and plus with age and common sense, like Trump said, right, common sense. And um, I could see how he, how I could see that happening in me. Well, lo and behold, I got a job, and they already run and promote me. So as I'm talking, I'm saying, well, this needs to be done and that needs to be done. And it dawned on me, who am I to deny, first of all, who am I to deny myself a chance at something, especially nowadays, you know, unqualified people doing all kinds of crazy jobs and getting paid great money for it. Who am I to deny myself the chance to try and see what I can do and how I can grow in a position? And who am I to believe the lie? What's your question for me? It's, it's not. I'm just... I'm doing one of your 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 questions, but the answers. I'm just saying, who am I to? Are you are you are you like responding to the biblical question? You say. I guess I am. <laughs> What's trapping you? And you were saying right. that the but, like the guy from uh, Brandon from Canada, he said that it was the fear of going out to find a job and thinking he's not worth it. All that. Right. And you but say I'm that saying, happened to you. Right, I can see that. I see that was trying to happen to me, but now I'm like, I don't have, I don't think that I should listen to that and let that trap do that because I feel like you should just try because you, you, you should just try because you don't know what you're capable of doing because it's, yeah. it's not even necessarily no, that you you're capable of doing it. You shouldn't let your mind stop you at all. All thoughts are all lies all the time. And for whatever reason, I know why, but we don't have time now, Satan is always trying to influence you in the wrong way. So that's why we have to stop listening to those thoughts. They, they're all evil. Yeah. And, then, and one more thing. Um, don't punish me because the other guy was on the phone forever. I know. I got, I got to run, though, and we're running out of time uh, real okay. fast. So go ahead, Adrian. 
No, no, it's okay. I can call back. My what? ego can die. It's not a big deal. <laughs> All right. It's, call not, it's not important, Jesse. I'll call you back. Well, I appreciate you. that. I love you. I love you, too. Thank okay. you. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Amazing. <laughs> uh, super chat. Super chat. Super, super. Super chat. John bought a coffee. Careful drinking this coffee with those white pants. White pants. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. The key bought a coffee. The greatest attack is against those with a sovereign mindset. Amazing. Thank you. Also on uh, Rumble, Jesse Lee Peterson, Rumble, did you know, asks the Hake Report, you can super chat Rumble Rant right here on Jesse Lee Peterson Rumble. Amazing. Thank you. Appreciate uh, that. You're welcome. Yeah. Raleigh bought a coffee. Thanks for setting booty beta bill straight, says Raleigh with a coffee. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Amazing. Thank you. Uh, Riley JM bought three coffees. Is there a common age that mothers make their kids angry i remember being about four or five years old when my mom dropped me off at a daycare i was mad at her for that <laughs> it happens as soon as you pop out of the womb and sometimes in the womb amazing thank you because of time says jesse i had a great girl that i loved and obeyed me i told her i didn't want a serious relationship because i was broken living with my cousin she since found a nice guy got married had a baby and i have Anger at myself for losing her. How do I stop obsessing over her? Come out of your thoughts. Really. And stop making her your God. Amazing. Thank you. Shout out to the top contributors over on DLive.tv slash J.C. Lee Peterson. Coffee Talk with Sandra. I have books that are amazing. Zealous Hermit and Enoch 87 Bear. Thanks for the ice cream, lemons, diamonds, and subscriptions, guys and gals. And that's all for now. Appreciate you. Thank you. Amazing. Nice. You guess? You have a guess? Yeah, Deep Left Jockel will return on the Hake Report. I last had him back in September on the show. His name Deep Left? Deep Left. That means he's a liberal? Oh, yeah. Oh, he's a liberal. Yep. Amazing. Y'all don't want to miss that then. But he's a sensible one, so it's going to be nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, man. At, right, coming up in a few minutes here, right after my show, thehakereport.com. Let me go to Richard, a first-time caller out of Illinois. Richard, Richard, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey, Jesse. How you doing? All is well, sir. So I'm from Chicago, um, and I just want your opinion. So I lived in Chicago my whole life, basically. And I've lived in the inner city for the most part, but now I'm in a good neighborhood in Chicago. Mm-hmm. But I just want to say that when when people say that uh, in Chicago, you know, the, the the violence and the guns and things like that, uh, I just want to say that the people here don't really care. Like, so there aren't any programs or things like that that's going to make people want to do good. But what do you think would be some of the things that you would implement if you can stop the Chicago violence in case? I, I would encourage them to forgive their mothers and return to their fathers, forgive their mothers for recreating them in her image, and forgive uh, their fathers for not protecting them from their mothers. They can help themselves because they, they made babies with their mother or married to their mothers. And because 100% and nothing else, the reason that the black-on-black violence is happening is due to the anger of the mothers. They have recreated their children in their image and they had lied to the children and said it was the father of the white man. It was slavery. It's all mm-hmm. lies. They must return to the fathers. 
Yeah, I, I, I kind of believe that because um, I grew up with my father and my mother, and they both were very strict. Um, I'm the oldest of five, but um, I, I've had friends, you know, who didn't have a father or the mother was only there. Yeah. And I'm just, I just you know, the, the new mayor here, um, I forgot his name, but he's trying to implement, like, programs and things like this after school programs. I just want to say, like, that stuff. They're not really interested in that type of stuff. Not, it's, a it's a waste of time the, anyway. It's a waste of time. The, and Brandon Johnson knows that. I think that's his name. He's yeah, no good. Yeah. He doesn't want to yeah. help the people. It's all about himself. Yeah. So, yeah, I just wanted to you know, say that it's not really going to help because it's a culture. It's a music thing. It's a way. No, that, it's the spirit of evil. The anger you see in the black children, older and younger, is that of their mothers. That's the only problem. Nothing else. They got to drop the anger by forgiving their mothers. But do you think it's strictly the mothers? 100%. I, I think it's. Hmm. And now they're going out in the world and they're, and they're overreacting to other people and other situations. And that's just adding to their evil. But it starts with the mother. Hmm. 100%. Have you forgiven your mother? Um, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't say I have. And why not? Why because, haven't you? Because I, I don't I don't feel that she's done anything for me to forgive her. Oh, so she was perfect? She wasn't perfect, but... What did she do um, that wasn't perfect? What did she do that wasn't perfect? Um, she worked a lot. She could have been there maybe a little bit more. Um, yeah, that's about it. She but, did nothing else wrong. She was perfect with everything else but being home. Um, I would say, I would say, I mean, she didn't beat us or anything. We always had food. We had good what, clothes. What were those things stuff. that she would do at time that would irritate you? You wish you didn't uh, when you were growing up and just yeah, kind of got on your nerves. Yeah, she she wasn't she wasn't really there a lot. She wasn't really there a lot. Uh, she worked a lot. My father did as well. And I'm the oldest of five, so I took care of my other brothers and one sister. That's evil. Your mother was evil putting those children on you. You were not a child. You were, and they were not your children. You didn't. She didn't even know how to raise them. She was evil for causing you to do that, and your mo- your father was evil for allowing her to do it. But I would say that actually helped me as far as being an adult, a mature. No, it didn't. Adult. It didn't help you society. at all. It I didn't. don't. I don't agree with that. I understand. That didn't help me at all. It didn't. You, okay. Your mother didn't even know how to raise y'all. That's why she went to work. How was she expecting you to know how to do it? I mean, love kind of takes over and you know what you have to do for your siblings. No, she didn't have love. If she had love, she would have stayed home and raised you all and let the father provide. Yeah, but within our neighborhood, I don't think that's really a... That wasn't really an option. They both had to work. Your father, no, they didn't. Your father could have gotten two jobs. That's what the wife is for, to stay home and watch over his children and keep the house going and be there with the children until he come home. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just wanted your input on that, though. But I, yeah. I've been watching the show a, a lot lately. Um, right on. Yeah, but so the problem with the blacks is that they've been turned away from the fathers. They've been turned away from the earthly fathers, and as a result, they've been turned away from God, and they hate the mothers. All blacks, all people, period, including black people, hate their mothers. 
real real quick, Jesse. So you doesn't you don't think music play a part in any of this? It does, but it, 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 it adds to the the evil that's already in the heart. The music adds to that. It awakens other angry emotions. But if it okay. hadn't, if they didn't, if they loved their father and their mother, meaning they didn't have an anger, then the music would be enjoyed in a different way. There would be no darkness in you for it to touch. It will only be light, so you'll be able to enjoy the mu- music without getting any form of identity from it at all. Okay. The music. God, I won't hold you. I know you're going to end. Yeah, the music. The music is only catered to the evil that is already there. But Richard, right. amazing call. Call me again. All right. All right. But tell them to forgive their mothers and return to their all fathers. Right. All right, Jesse. All right, buddy. Uh, Eric is a first time caller out of um, California. Eric, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey, Jesse, can you hear me okay? Loud and clear, yes. Awesome, man. Hey, I just want to say I love your show. Thank you. Um, You've changed my life, dude. Uh, The silent prayer has really changed my life. Um, But I I have a question. Okay. I was in the the Mormon church for years, and two years ago I started listening to your show, and it really, listening to your wisdom and... The doubt I've always had with the Mormon Church really changed my perspective, and and the amongst quite a few things about the Mormon Church, the one thing that really provoked a lot of thought in me is there's obviously the Ten Commandments, but in the Mormon Church, there's they have their own set of things you have to do to be worthy in the eyes of God, and one of those things was tithing, <laughs> and. I, I'm a blue-collar worker, man, and, and I don't have a lot of money. And I saw my wife putting out a lot of money. I saw my best friend, you know, putting twenty plus thousand dollars into the church Whoa. every year. Yeah, ten um, percent of his income because of my t- because of time. What's your question for me? It. I don't feel like it's necessary, Jesse. It's not. Let me tell you. Because of time, give from your heart. Give what you can give. And and when you give, give secretly. Don't let anyone know. Uh, but just give what you can afford to give. Pay your bills, take care of your family, and then give what you can give. And there is a spiritual aspect to that. When you give secretly, God will reward you secretly. But, uh, you know, like I tell people, give back to bonds so we can help others help others, but give secretly and, and not don't give what you cannot afford to give. So would would that be like going and doing work for people that can't do it themselves? Because that's part of what we do in the church. No. You know, go, no. No. Cut that out. Okay. That's all ego. What's the noise in the background? Oh, I I work at a tractor shop, Jesse. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. No, here's what I... Are you doing the silent prayer? Yes, sir, I am. Okay, do that morning and night and during the day. Be present, and the truth will guide you. But do not give out of guilt. Give because you've been helped and you just want to give back. Whatever that might be, and then keep it to yourself. Give me a quick example in your mind what that would be, Jesse. Let's say that 
you bought, you paid your rent, you bought food for your folks, and you have whatever had left over. You, you can afford to give whatever without any strain or guilt. That's what you should do. And only you can see that in the present moment when it's time to give. But do not do it because somebody told you to do it. Okay. All right, Jesse, I know you're trying to close up your show. Thanks so much for having me on your program. Uh, I want to say one thing really quick. Have you been watching the Fannie Willis thing? Oh, my goodness. What a mess. What a mess. What a mess. I know, man. Did you forgive your mother? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, I did when I was like 18 and a half, and now I'm 54. And so did you tell her you're sorry for hating her for what she'd done to you? Actually, I did because she was an evil woman. Yeah. So, How about your father? My father. My, I never had a chance to say that to my real father, but I didn't. I wasn't raised by him. At the same time, when I was 18 and a half, I forgave my abusive stepfather. I told him, you know, hey, I forgive you for the way you treated me. All right. I know you did the best you could. Let me so, ask one last time. Did you, does your wife obey you? Oh, absolutely, man. She's very submissive. Nice. Yeah. Call me again, man. I got a rubber. Call me again. Hey, brother, your show's amazing, man. Thank oh, you. Amazing. Thank you. Amazing. amazing. Right. Nice. Um, who's on one? Yanera, first time I call out of Florida. Yanera, real fast. Hey, Jesse, what's up? So real quick, first off, uh, Trump changed my life politically, and you changed my life biblically. Amazing. Uh, second off, to the question, straight to the question because of time. Um, about three years ago, I went into an evangelical church. I'm not... Uh, super church goer, but you know, this time I went, it was Good Friday, pastor was doing this thing, uh, there was music going, he was telling the story of, you know, how Jesus uh, came down and to the gates of hell, etc., and he was doing a really good job on it, on um, displaying it, and then uh, he called people up to the front, um, I went to the front, and uh, some other people too, he came down, he started touching people, some people would fall, some people wouldn't. He came around me. I've always seen it on TV. I've always thought that people got paid for that, that it was fake. He touched me, and, and I fell. It was like a force that just pulled me down. I didn't see a light. I didn't hear a voice. I didn't, none of that. Yeah. But it did pull me down, and I fell. I wanted to see your perspective on that. Amazing. Why'd you fall? I, I fell down. I, I fell down. It was just pulled me down. I'm a pretty buff guy. I was trying to, like... <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to, like, not not fall down, but I, I couldn't. I fell down. And he, it's not like he pushed me or nothing. Right. He just well, I don't know. I have no idea why you fell. It could be a mental thing. It could have been set up, and when you went up there, it happened anyway. I don't know. And if you don't know why you did, don't don't go into your head coming up with ideas. Just leave it as, I don't know why I did that. And, and if, okay. if it means anything, the truth will reveal it to you. Yeah, I, that's that's all these years. That's the way I thought of it. I really yeah. never. I kind of googled it to see if I could find some answers. Didn't really find anything no. uh, constructive, and I just kind of left it as is. So I just right wanted on. to see what what a pastor would uh, a perspective on it. Yeah. yeah, leave it as I don't know why I did that, and don't that, and watch the thought that it doesn't fill in the blanks. Easy day, easy day. Thank <laughs> you so much, Mister Jesse. All right, buddy. Good to hear from you. Thank you. Same right. here. Same here. All Thank right. you. All right. I am so out of time. Oh, I tried to get to everyone. Y'all, y'all saw me moving fast too, right? But I am out of time. I'll be back tomorrow. The Lord is willing, and the creek don't rise. Bible bumper.
Thursday tomorrow. Bible Thought for Thursday. Um, so get ready with your Bible stuff, and we're going to deal with it. Also, get on the straight and narrow and stay there. Just stay there, no matter what. Stay there. Keep your eyes on you, on the not you, and you will get to know the real you. All right? Do the silent prayer. Forgive your mama, everybody. Forgive your mothers, and forgive your fathers, your earthly father, and through your father, you will return to God. It will be amazing. Thank you all. Hake is coming up now. He has a guest. The HakeReport.com. And then enjoy our Friday, 11 and at 12, the American Anchor Baby. Take care. Amazing. And to the callers, bye. Here's what I recommend. I invite you to download my silent prayer, and I want you to start doing it. You just download it, get the points of how to do it, and then after a while, you just do it on your own. It's going to point you in the right direction that your life will be returned to you from God. He will give you your life back because anyone and all people who has anger, they're not themselves. You are the person that you are angry at. That's why it's so important to get to know yourself so that you can see who you're angry at. And if you're doing the hooping and hollering prayers and things like that, some people get up, oh, praise the Lord, hooping and hollering, bless my mama, bless my daddy. Continue to do it. Do both. You will see if you want to stay with the hooping and hollering or do you want to be still and know God. So my gift to you, no charge, at rebuildingtheman.com slash church. Other than sex, I wonder why would a man even need a woman today? Women don't know how to cook. They don't know how to clean. They're in competition with men. They don't want to be wives and mothers. Some want to get married, but they don't want to live in that proper position of life. Because the only purpose of marriage is to have a family. And that's been known forever. And so if you don't want to have children, there is no need to get married. And so I was wondering... Why would a man even get married today? I never thought I'd see the day when women would be come out of her natural role and be like a man, even though she hate that role. When she was with a man that's weak, she hate him. But if he try to be strong, she'd stop it. I never imagined that. You're seeing good destroyed 
and abnormal is presented as normal. 